0: This is your host, Khabo Khabonator Maungwa with his co-host, Relsaka. And they review wrestling together, such as WWE and AEW. They have the best news coverage and the funniest rants. This is the Wrestling and Logic Podcast with Khabonator and Saka. Please enjoy this broadcast. Hey guys, Khabanator here. Today we're back with another episode of, I almost said Life's Opening Radio Certified Bangers, but that's not the part. We can listen to Life's Opening Radio Certified Bangers. The next episode oh. is coming tomorrow, but this is wrestling and logic. And um, with Ralph Sucker, and we've got a guest. Mr. Ben Charles, can you introduce yourself? Hello everyone and welcome and a pleasant good
1: evening wherever you are. I'm Ben Charles. And for those who do not know me, um, I actually am from Houston, Texas. And I just happen to have a little bit of my podcast of my own. It is coming up very it is coming up this Monday. It is called The Mysteries of Life and Everything Else. It is on it will be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcast. So Tune in for that one. I will talk about relationships and everything else in between. So keep that in mind. And I also am a very avid wrestling fan. So I should. So, you know, Real Sucker has invited me here in this very pleasant podcast. So be <laughs> prepared to listen to my videos
0: a <laughs> yeah, lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be a bit. Um, we'll see what you define as pleasant. And what's not pleasant uh, is. The next episode of the Sunny Saga. Did you guys hear about this? You read about this?
1: Oh my God, Tammy Lynch. Tammy Lynch. I'm sorry, not Tammy Lynch. Yeah.
0: So, um, oh, this is from WWF Uh Old School by a guy named AG, and um, Mm. says here, and I quote, on March 25th. WWE Hall of Famer Sonny was, in, was involved in a fatal three-car crash on US-1. Sonny crashed into a stopped vehicle while driving southbound on US-1 north of Granada Boulevard. The stopped vehicle then crashed into the vehicle in front of it. The driver of the vehicle, Julian LaFrancis Lasseter of Daytona Beach Shores, age 75, hit by Sunny, was pronounced dead upon reaching the Halifax Health Medical Center. Sunny was also taken there but was later released. People in the third vehicle were also injured but didn't need to be taken to a hospital. The family of Julian Lasseter is suing Sunny and her partner James F. Pente for negligence and are seeking over $30,000. Sonny was arrested on May 6th, Friday night, and booked into the Volusia County Branch Jail in Daytona Beach, Florida, after the results of her samples came back. She's been charged with the following. DUI manslaughter. DUI causing the death of a person. uh, So DUI, if you don't already know, is driving under the influence. So drunk driving. That's what... um, I think Jimmy Uso got caught with uh, last July, Um, yeah. and then driving with a suspended or revoked license causing death or serious injury, 7 counts of DUI causing damage to a person or property. In Florida, DUI manslaughter is considered a felony and she could face 30 years in prison with a 4 year minimum sentence. And up to $10,000 in fines if she's convicted. The bond for this charge alone is $200,000. The total bond for all the other charges combined is $27,500. Below is her mugshot, and there's a picture of her. Um, oh my gosh. It, it's sad, man. And by the way, and, and by the way the I'd the way. like to add on a point.
1: I like to add on, by the way, yeah. that um, yesterday her Bond just got revoked. As a matter of fact, so she is back in prison, and um, she is expected to be behind bars until May thirty first, and that is her next court hearing.
0: Wow, uh, yeah, that's quite sad uh, that this keeps Jesus
2: happening. Jesus
0: yeah, this keeps happening. Sonny, go
2: already! What the fuck?
0: She keeps getting arrested. Keeps driving drunk and, you one, know, one of these
2: times one of the times she's not gonna take it anymore she's gonna end up committing suicide or do something like that
0: yeah and and you know
2: and at this point who can blame her right like, the hell
0: it's not getting any better it's getting worse uh, and you know it needs to stop at some right
2: point. Yeah.
0: you guys want to add something raw sucker oh
1: I like to add something by the way yeah. So as a so as a kid, I used to watch Sonny as a manager, not as a not as a va- she used, for those of you who don't know, she used to be a valet. Um I used to watch the Body Donna's as a kid. And, you know, she looked she was good looking. She was like the best part of the whole team anyway. So and then they won the tag team titles. And I'm like, Oh whoa, whoa. I'm like, wait a fuck wait a fucking minute. Who the fuck put the titles on the body Donnas? What is going on? These guys are wearing blue, blue, just all blue all the way down. I can't even I can't even describe the outfits. They're so bad. Then next thing I know, she's in another tag team with somebody else with LOD with the spikes 2000. Oh which by the way, didn't gosh. win. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Oh, oh, those! Oh,
1: those oh oh, God, I
2: don't that know. armor was um, so. Incredible.
0: That armor was way over the top. They even made it made. Over I, the top. Good bow They they made. They even made the uh the same thing in the WWE 2K games that you could put on your custom oh, character. So now I know where those come from.
2: You see why I don't play two K anymore? That's exactly why. Don't, but, but back don't to, I don't waste yeah. four hundred dollars again. That's why I don't. What the fuck? The things from I used to do. I do remember some of her. I don't remember all of her because clearly, I'm not. Because clearly, I'm not that old. But but see. Where the, where the different story of her career and what she's at now, obviously I can see it's two completely different things. Mm. So that's what I have to put into that.
0: Yeah. Hey. Listen, I'ma I'ma
1: say I'ma say this and we'll, I'm a, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm gonna say this and then we'll move on. Um so I don't know how this is gonna work, but if Sonny gets convicted, like she she's done. Like this is her last chance at this point because people's been giving her too many chances and stuff. Like, it's it's not gonna it's not like she should have her Hall of Fame ring revoked just for this alone. I don't know why WWE ain't doing nothing about it. I don't get
2: it. But go ahead. WWE is just WWE is just doing a classic. Let's forget. Let's forget about her. Fucker. We don't care about her tradition shit. Just like they've been doing to every other goddamn wrestler who's been in the same situation.
0: So and speaking of the WWE not caring, there are even more releases, including Dakota Kai. Oh, of,
2: course. Well, of course.
0: So ten wrestlers company. ten wrestlers have this company. been boy, Go ahead. Go ahead. Ten Go ahead. wrestlers have been released by the WWE. Names like Persia Parata, Raylan, Divine, Draco, Anthony. Vish Kanya, Mila Malani, and Blair Baldwin are likely unfamiliar even to hardcore fans. Yeah, you're damn right. Uh, These are mostly NXT guys, but the one... um, The one... um, Some of the bigger ones are Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, and Parker Boudreaux. they, whom they made Haaland uh, and, and sheesh um, yeah that Dakota Kyle is a big one because she was one of the staples of the NXT women's division and now they've released her um, like they continue to just they're beating a dead horse at this point with NXT. Uh, and, yeah, uh, another day, another bunch of released wrestlers. And will they go to AEW? I don't think so. Uh, if they did, most of these guys would probably end up on dark or something. Nobody would really care about them. I don't even think Dakota Kai. Uh, maybe some people would be happy, but, uh, yeah, I don't see them in AEW doing anything of value. So, what do you guys think?
2: I just guess. first of all, first of all, these niggas at Wall Street, John Lawrence keeps calling them, first of all, first of all, Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, Parker Porter, Dexter Loomis, what the fuck are they doing? Why are they releasing them? What have they been doing? Parker wasn't even Triple H Project, and they're going to sit here and and you, but you could, it's like, what is go- Why are they sitting here doing that where they have where they have plethora of talent that does not need that is not being used, that nobody gives six zero six hundred sacks about yet release them because they're on the Triple H. That makes no sense. You rather fire Dakota Kai and keep fucking Junior Mahal, who still has a job. How does that, work? How does that even work? How the fuck are you going to sit here and have Dexter Lumis get released? And still have fucking Shanti and Veer Mahan in the company. The balls of Vince McMahon. How does that even make any sense? Parker Bourjois, yo. Why would they do uh, that? I have a serious they, 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 how, how long did... Like six months? That. <laughs> Six months, laugh. nigga. Look like fucking bootleg Sniky, nigga. nigga Look like fucking Kane. He, he looked like a fucking boiled egg. He, he did absolutely nothing.
0: Uh, what I give you? up. Nothing. What did you say again, Ben? He,
2: he, lost the, he lost the one match, and that even happened. Like I said, wow. I,
1: I, said it was, I said I couldn't help but laugh because Harland, Dexter Loomis, and. They got released for no reason at all. Yeah. Essentially, They got released for no reason at all.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, uh... No. Oh, my gosh. This one. This one is crazy. Let me just scroll up to it real quick. Uh, come on, man. There we go. Did you see the comments that Ryback made towards Vince and Vince's?
2: Who gets a monkey's nutsack? Nobody cares about Ryback.
0: Ryback. No one moving on. Ryback move on. went on another rant about his former boss, Vince McMahon on twitter following wwe releasing nxt stars the former wwe intercontinental champion ripped mr mcmahon for being a control freak who exploits people left and right he stated that mcmahon suffers from psychological issues steaming from a different stemming from a difficult childhood he knocked him for failing to evolve and called Vince McMahon's late mother Vicky a whore and this is what he says Aunt Vince McMahon like most promoters has an insatiable urge to have control he, has a, he had no control watching his mom get beat up as a child which is a horrendous thing for a kid to witness as their whore mom tries to make ends meet Vince has failed to to evolve f you old man it's crazy how so many how many people are okay with a psycho billionaire toying with innocent people's lives and whoring out a human circus but can't stand the actual truth of that man's psychological weakness 48 laws of power your clock is ticking old man you take nothing with you and how can you say that to a dead person to a person's dead parent. Like, throw your feelings for Vince out of the window. Like, how can you say something like this? Like, uh, this video that one, this one uh, video that covered this said, There's hating Vince McMahon, and then there's this. And this is not very good. What do you guys think?
2: right gotta back say the opinions it. are worthless no. yeah. okay. that is the most fucked up thing i've ever heard in my fucking entire life mm. that is true. No. right back that not having an opinion right opinion matters and worthless i I can't get into so, fucking rant because I can show him like I did yesterday, but the fact he, he had the gall to say all this on my, my Vince McMahon to his dead mother, probably, or would will be, should be dead himself, people would think.
0: And you, been?
1: I have no... Comment time. that back. You got in prison, you gotta to go to prison. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about right back. I might have a mental breakdown. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, cry back. And yeah, I'll agree. He does sound like he needs to go to prison because. He sounds crazy enough to go out to Titan Towers and shoot up the whole place and kill Vince himself.
1: And kill Vince himself. And he probably might do that
2: if he had the chance. Hmm. If he does, I would be celebrating. But it, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a. Yeah. It will be even more complicated. Sub- so, yeah. And I hope he's listening to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, go
1: ahead. Um,
0: yeah. The, the, and then, um, Bobby Lashley, uh, he. Had an accident at a house show a couple of weeks ago. Well, he where he fell over the um. He fell over the ropes and uh, fell on his uh, head. And thankfully he was okay. But uh, I'm gonna be honest. I thought I think the way he fell was quite funny. But uh, what's not funny is the fact that he could have died. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. The, ri- the ring rope just snapped and he went whee, uh, over the, the middle rope.
2: Bobby uh, Lashley, you clumsy ass motherfucker. You clumsy son of a bitch.
0: Well, well, how, can,
2: how can he sit here?
0: It's not his fault. How can he sit here? And
2: be proud of It's not his fault. Yet yeah, he's still coming here wrestling. He should take a break. The rope snapped. And the man literally fell on his black head. He should sit. He should sit there and not. And take a break. Unless want to sit. Unless his his Kevin Nash 2.0 clumsy ass self want to fucking sit here and die, then he needs to sit there and calm down and take a rest. And stop, not fight. So, like really He needs to cut needs to cut it out, or he actually gets a concussion and acts out. That's one of the five.
0: And And what, what's your thoughts been? Well, I mean, Bobby Lashley, I mean,
1: it is a sad situation. But after all, yeah. this man last Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash wrestled one of the worst pay-per-view matches I have ever seen in my entire life. It was so bad I turned off the pay-per-view halfway it was that bad horrific <laughs> and by the way we are and I might as well you know I hope we have more news or maybe do we even have more news cuz I want to get into the review seriously
0: um, and, uh, uh, we've got uh, one or two uh, more stuff to talk about but if you want to add something go ahead well, um,
1: you know what? I might—I'll let you do all the news, and then we'll get into the review right away. All right,
0: so. all right. Um, okay, it's fine. Um, so the, here's a uh, report by wrote, written by Jerome Wylan on WrestleView dot com. Uh, with... he's laughing. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Okay.
1: Okay. Moving on.
0: Yeah, uh, well, um, in this report, female NXT talent were allegedly said to have been encouraged to dress sexier. Reports surfaced on Thursday with details about a fashion consulting session that took place re- reportedly took place backstage at nxt 2.0 a few months ago former wwe superstar ember moon current warrior wrestling women's champion under the ring name of athena told chris van vliet then went that when triple h left nxt and the show was rebranded as nxt 2.0 there was meeting with the female talent to encourage them to dress sexier and to wear things that are more revealing in the interview moon specifically stated mandy rose was referenced (coughs) as an example of what creative wanted moon stated the following and i quote like i see where this is going between booty butt cheek shorts meeting and telling and them telling girls to alter their gear to make it more revealing and some people were very uncomfortable with that and they were like nope this is what they want you got to do it it didn't matter how that person felt and i was like this isn't what i signed up for anymore this isn't about the wrestling this isn't about the art that we create in the ring this is turning into everything that i left on raw and smackdown now according to fight select the talent meetings were held in october of last year it was noted that WWE brought in fashion expert Melanie Pace to conduct the meetings. Pace advertises herself as an Orlando-based on-air style expert, a fashion stylist, and a virtual stylist. for Select also stated the meetings were held under the guise of fashion consulting and fashion aid as a way to play up the fact that the women on NXT brand were larger than life superstars. Fight for Select went on to say that it was noted by one NXT 2.0 talent how this was a stark contrast from before as the talent on the NXT roster were originally to encourage to wear just their, either just their ring gear or an available merchandise shirt. Fight for Select further noted that another talent said how they were encouraged to dress similarly backstage and didn't outright say it was that dressing sexier was spoken aloud but it was certainly implied. It was also stated that several members of the NXT roster expressed, expressed displeasure with the meetings and put the blame on WWE talent relations head john Laurinaitis after he regained power the meetings were said to be seen as one of the big changes following triple h's departure when he took time off following his health issues it was noted however that while talent put the blame on Laurinaitis, it has not been confirmed he came up with the meetings october of last year melanie pace posted to instagram She was taking a quick trip back to Orlando. Fashion talks with the best at WWE NXT. Um, You know, my opinion on this is that, you know, the women should wear whatever they want to wear. If they want to uh, wear, if they want to dress sexy, then they can dress sexy. If they want to um, wear more covered up, then they can be more covered up it's their, It's not your decision, so who is are you whoever came up with these meetings to tell these women how to dress on TV Just to um, just to satisfy the fantasies of guys who have nothing to do who' have never seen a woman in real life, and you know all that stuff. And what do you guys think about that?
1: Uh, Well, there's a couple of things I would like to point out about this whole fashion situation. Nikita Lyons is always in a bra, a one-piece bodysuit, and she has straps that are hanging out of her thigh. And listen, there's people who like that stuff, and I don't mind it. Look, I don't mind it, but I want to see the women wrestle. Okay, I don't want to, like, I don't want to see, like, if they were really fully naked, like, it would have been, like, people would have immediately watched that one, you know. Like, they're going to be like, hey, these girls are fully naked. Let's watch this. But, I mean, it would be kind of stupid. But, yeah. once again, I'd rather see women wrestle because it's a wrestling show.
0: Yeah, it's wrestling. It's not flipping uh, Met Gala or whatever they, or. It's not porn yeah it's not porn it's wrestling just let them wrestle and wear whatever they like it's not your decision
2: this is the this is the shit vince likes he likes fucking dive he likes dive long with big asses and big dits like like that's actually a special thing that the fans would like and hey hey i used to be like that now i know how that feels i know how that goes and i don't i know how that goes i know how that feels I, and i never did but i've seen what happened to them charlotte flair lacey evans their primes they're prime, their example you they're probably i can probably explain why charlotte flair so 16 more flair more more fucking reigns than flair than rick flair that probably explains why yet yet they have Fucking Nikita Lyons dressing up as a whole stripper for the entire fucking fan base. Like, why are they fucking sitting here and they're gonna fucking do that where she has a plethora of skills besides having big tits and big ass? Nobody else wants to and, say that.
1: Right. And the other thing is, too, and the other thing is, too, um, we don't want to, we, we're not going to sexualize women, especially on a show like this. We're not going to, you, you know, why say they're TV object or anything. We're not. But the thing is, if we're gonna see that on NXT, can you imagine that stuff on SmackDown? SmackDown has been atrocious as of late, so, so if anything, they need some actual wrestling on the show. And we don't want to see women, you know, like just all the way half naked. Just it's, just it's not about it's not about the looks. It's about your wrestling skills. It's about your acumen. It's about what you bring to the table.
0: Yeah,
1: you have the looks. Which
0: is cool, yeah. but if you can wrestle, then you can look it up. Yeah. If you want to have looks, then back it up with good wrestling, good talking, good whatever thing else that has to do with wrestling.
2: Another thing. If you want to show that, go on another show. You're on a wrestling show.
0: Yeah, if you want to see... It's n- about wrestling. If you want to see naked women, then go watch porn yourself. Stop telling these women to uh, strip off their clothes.
2: Masturbate to that. Don't, don't, don't... Just don't do it on USA. That's all. I'm here to watch a wrestling show not not bag bras or fucking whatever fucking whatever sites y'all be watching for one dollar like come on bro don't be like that and that's and vince McMahon's a fucking idiot he'll just expose himself the fuck? this was all vince's decision and ideas vincent bruce's ideas and here's the thing
1: and here's the thing about this too WWE has not made a statement about what Athena said. Not one statement about what she said.
2: You know it's true. You what know the fuck? Yeah. When Ben first told me about this, I was like, what the fuck? Literally. That's all I had to say. Yeah. Maybe never more respected women's wrestling again. I respect women's wrestling. I respect women in general. Vince doesn't. Vince do not simple yeah
0: and speaking of vincent's and bruce's uh baby we have roman reigns who's apparently gonna be taking a break for a little while and um uh he apparently he won't be missing from uh tv and pay-per-views or premium live events as they like to call them nowadays
1: No, uh, oh, no, 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 wait. No, no, I'm going
0: to do this. Three live events. Yeah, as they <laughs> like to call it nowadays. But uh, he just won't be on house shows and stuff like that. Um, and I think it is always good to take a break. You know, this stuff can be tiring. Uh, and I guess I respect his uh, decision. But at first, I thought he was taking a full-on break. And... I would have said if he really was going to take a full-on break, then he would have to drop his title, um, his uh, two belts, um, which they, <laughs> they completely just messed up the unification of those belts. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, what do you guys think about this uh, news? about I have a quest What?
2: Vince is taking it when it. he's gonna have to lose one of the belts because of the belts. Because if the belt is not gonna be the the major belts of the fucking company, is not gonna be defended for ten weeks. What the fuck are we gonna watch for the entire summer? Nobody's gonna watch the fucking shows. Nobody already doesn't watch the fucking shows. It's gonna get worse and worse.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I don't know, but but the thing is like. If Roman loses one of the belts, then that means that, and then that puts up the stipulation. If, till then, when Roman comes back, he's gonna have to fight for the other title again, and that will undo the entire unification match at WrestleMania, which it makes make no Brock sense. Le-
2: to Le- make the match, to make the match stupid. Make Brock the few, the entire feud of Brock Lesnar fucking pointless and absolutely wasted six, eight months of our time. And made the match in the entire field seem like oh it was just oh we're just using Roman and Brock for money for draws and fucking ratings even though it generated no rating at all and like what like what are they gonna do after that and what are they gonna what, what, who they gonna make a feud against Cody Rhodes and, I'm hearing a whole bunch of I'm hearing Rhodes a whole bunch of Breaker and, and Cody Rhodes is not ready yet. Yeah, he. I'm hearing I'm hearing a thousand Braun breaker rumors too.
0: Oh, so. why did, what, did the, what is the deal with that guy? That he's being pushed so hard to the moon.
1: I don't know, but the guy was last time he was on Raw. The guy was smiling. The guy was like this. I'm gonna do it like this. He was like,
0: like Finn hey, Balor used to that.
2: do. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Was- when Finn Balor was smiling, I wanted to turn off the TV so bad because this is not Finn Balor. This ain't Prince David. Prince David never smiled in New Japan. Never. Except it was something evil. He never smiled.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't. know I don't get it. I don't have time to see fucking Finn Balor go. Like I'll have time for him to do that, where I could be watching people who doesn't smile kick ass for a living. Finn Balor was pretty devil who kicked ass for a living. I'm seeing him. Like, why is he doing that? Wearing gay clothes and shit. Why? Why? Does he use Fabrice freshening and whitening teeth? And Kevin Dunn uses to show it off. But Finn Balor does, does, does that. Does that work? I mean, I have Kogate total. I mean, he can use that. Like, why was he smiling? Why was he smiling? I... shit was worth That shit Oh! What the fuck? What the fuck? He wasn't smiling at 50 at all. Like, bro. <laughs> Nigga was smiling as the demon. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I don't know. Nah. Yeah. Just no, just no.
1: By the way, let me point this out before we move on. Raquel Rodriguez last night was smiling against Ronda Rousey.
0: Oh, they made her
1: smile! She was like,
0: mm-hmm. "Oh, and they just even changed. Isn't she Raquel Gonzalez? Yeah, no, they. They changed their name. Raquel Rodriguez.
2: Again. They keep changing. Hi, my name is Raquel
0: Rodriguez. They keep changing these people's names. (laughs) I'm
2: changing people's names, Man, Hi, my name is Raquel Rodriguez. Nice to meet you. I'm here to fight for the title.
0: Is that what she said? And they (laughs)
1: lost in five and a half minutes yesterday.
2: Right? (laughs) Barry. Like, come on, bruh. That's the burial. Jeez. Jeez. I tweeted last night. This girl is on SmackDown fucking smiling against the baddest bitch on the planet who breaks arms. You shouldn't be smiling against that. But no. You gotta speaking, smile. Speaking,
1: and speaking of a potential broken arm, we got to move on now.
2: All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, All right. Uh, the last piece of news right. we will discuss today. Um, Eric Bischoff mocks CM Punk's failed MMA career. Oh, this has been quite some beef. <laughs> uh, WWE. Oh, this is from Wrestling Inc. By the way, uh, written by Sai Mohan, and uh, it says WWE Hall of Famer Eric Bischoff has been relentless in his attempts to ridicule AEW star CM Punk. Oh, let me actually go back uh, and see that one. Oh, uh, this is where it starts. Uh, This is from Wrestling Inc. by Uh, Matthew Wilkinson. uh, CM Punk Bloss Carney Dipsh, Eric Bischoff. And CM Punk has taken to Twitter... It blasts former WCW president Eric Bishop after Bishop shared a small clip from his podcast, uh, which was was, was focused specifically on AEW. Bishop claimed that Tony Khan's company needs better storytelling to create growth and urged AEW to focus on the other 900 audience members in the room as opposed to just the 100 hardcore fans. Bischoff has spoken at length about AEW and the need to grow a casual audience. On a recent episode of Strictly Business with Eric Bischoff he spoke about CM Punk specifically. Bischoff claimed that Punk never spent time in the television industry which was a response to punk having said he doesn't believe a casual fan exists now the casual fan is still out there bishop says if you build it honest to god as corny as it sounds if you build it your audience will show up they will that lapse fan is another term i've heard a lot in a lot of research that i did i used to watch wrestling but i don't watch that shit anymore sometimes it's just life your job your kids whatever if anybody gonna if anybody's gonna try to convince me that you can't fight that audience again they shouldn't be in the wrestling business all due respect to cm punk cm punk never spent five minutes in the television business he knows a lot about what's going on in the wrestling ring he knows a lot about building in character more than I ever will in terms of executing it but to make the casual statement that I think the lap sand is gone and I don't think they're ever gonna come back. What the f*** are you doing in the television business then dude? It makes no sense to me. I don't believe it's true. This was a take that CM Punk clearly disagreed with as the AEW star does not want to see people from the past giving out what he believes to be bad takes. CM Punk is never shy about giving his opinion on matters, and this is one he appears to be passionate about. And this is what he says. Wrestling Twitter needs to stop amplifying all the whole old head, bad faith, bad take, carly dipshits. They had their moment in the sun. Let them die in the dark with their ego pod- podcast. Quote me. And that's what he said. Um, and I think... He can say that for a lot of people, including Jim Cornette, um, who's one of those guys. You know, I, I, I'm I going to be honest. I used to love this guy. I used to listen to his podcast every week, and I would follow him on Twitter and agree with everything as he says. But in January, I just thought, you know, maybe this guy's um, not... Uh, maybe this guy uh, shouldn't stay in my life much longer I know uh, and now I'm only waking up to see some of the things that he said are really horrible things but that's not uh, the topic uh, this is CM Punk versus Eric Bischoff and sheesh this is crazy and uh, I, I don't know what If you can say that AEW is catering to their minority audience, I think they really are trying to uh, cater to everyone, even their hardcore fans. Uh, You know, with they've had some great segments that I've seen. Just this past week, I saw this MJF segment where he had his own dark side of the ring uh vignette and it was great and he was propping up his character and you know uh, i don't like saying character usually um uh and you know he he's the, you know he cm punk he's really has rubbed off on cm punk and uh, on mjf and now mjf uh, is just as good as he's ever been and uh, i think they really are trying to cater to the bigger audience trying to to meet yes uh that would be true a couple of years ago like or even a year year ago i would agree with him because uh, they did used to cater to those fans a lot you know, with the young bucks and the elite and all those goofy guys and keep saying, oh, my gosh, let's pretend. Let I, I hope, I really hope they never, ever bring that guy back on TV again, ever, because he, oh, my gosh, that he was horrible. <coughs> Literally the worst, most annoying character I've ever seen. Uh and, yeah, uh, I mean, there are there is still stuff to take apart, but, no, I think they are trying to improve. Um, and, yeah, this argument is getting a bit old. So what do you guys think about um, Bischoff and CM Punk? I'm
1: going to do this uh, with two-part. I'm going to attack this both ways. Eric Bischoff. I'm going to let you know right now. And I hope you listen to this. Seriously. Me and Rell Sucker, right here, we have watched two, actually a year and a half, of WCW Monday Night. And don't get me wrong, it is a good show. But there are some wrestlers on that show. Glacier, Alex Wright, Disco Inferno, Jesus, God Almighty, get off my
0: television!
2: (laughs) (laughs) They did not deserve to be on TV. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? uh, They're on TV.
0: We interrupt this episode of Wrestling and Logic to ponder the question: What's the best in the world like CM Punk? best wrestler in the world that is life's opening radio certified bangers the best musical radio podcast in the world with the best roller coaster of music in the world featuring the adrenaline rush of the best drum and bass in the world.
1: Some place I want you. be.
0: and always mellow I'm smoking Cali packs all day my lemons are green not yellow I'm blazing blood on a mountain blood I'm smoking weed in a meadow piss pain in my soul I don't mean stepping on Lego the Best rising stars of indie and alternative pop in the world
1: And if I get lost At least I found myself Sometimes you forget Trying to be somebody
0: cause in the world. soundtrack composers in the world. Point is, we have only the best in the world, not that Billie Eilish. She's gone to sleep if you catch my drift. You can catch us every Sunday evening. Kick off your week with a certified bang and listen to this podcast on Spotify and Anchor every Sunday evening. As you were.
2: On it's TV all... doing TV based coronavirus fucking <laughs> well, who, who is he, whatever this is fucking dancing around on fucking live TNT TV. <laughs> I mean if that's how you fucking sit if that's how you present your We are disco inferno twerking. Uh,
0: uh,
2: we are grown yeah. men We we are Bishop we are grown men trying to watch your wrestling show and we're seeing other grown men shake their shake their white ass and shake and, and wiggle their German dick. I mean if you guys if, if you guys are interested in that go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about it, but if I touch dicks, but but we're not we are not which gets to another which gets to another point and and Eric Bischoff did did mention that he thought his creative on SmackDown was actually good. Eric Bischoff, you fucking idiot. Do you watch your shows? Do you watch what you booked when you was only there for two weeks before Vince fired you a dumbass? Eric Bischoff saying that type of shit just makes Earth the living shit out of me. Because I bet he knows his creative was god awful. We believed in them. We wasted our time.
1: And I and like to point out also for this CM Punk Eric Bischoff situation, Sam Punk is right about him. In every shape and form he's right. Because I don't think anybody wants to hear Eric Bischoff, who by the way, but the three characters that I just mentioned on WCW Nitro in nineteen ninety seven and nineteen ninety eight. I don't think Sam I think CM Punk is right. And he is entitled to his opinion is Eric Bischoff, like we all are. But the one thing about CM Punk is he will never bullshit you. Eric Bischoff, for the last 30 years, has bullshitted every single wrestling fan in the history of the entire world. Bullshitted in every shape and form. It is ridiculous, and I got sick of it.
2: It is sad. Yeah. (laughs) He. He got, he got, a, he got a point. I mean, I've been, I mean, I've been watching him for a long, for a long time. All I heard at one point, at one point, it sounded like fucking clickbait. Like he's fucking clickbaiting us. Eric, Eric, even I think Eric Bischoff knows that Eric Bischoff is smart, and he's sitting here doing this. Bischoff knows what right. he's talking about. and he knows what the fuck he's doing he is right at everything Bischoff is over here sounding like a dumbass he shouldn't he shouldn't be saying stuff you shouldn't don't he shouldn't be saying stuff like that because because once he because once he actually realizes he's he's gonna realize what he's saying he's gonna be like oh shit i'm fucking wrong what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> uh,
0: exactly. Bro, this, man
1: had mike enos. this man had mike enos on our television who the fuck is Mike Pino's? I Mike don't Pino's. even know who the fuck this guy is. Wayne Bloom. Like, what the? Yeah, f- Wayne Bloom. Jesus, God Almighty. We can talk about names all night. That's going to be for a separate day. But we got to move yeah, on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Bloom.
2: Ooh. Oh, my Everybody. God. Everybody. Everybody that comes on TV. Oh, there you, oh. There you go. Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: All okay. right. Now we can finally get on to um, some of WrestleMania backlash uh, that I watched, right. and this took place in the Dunkin' Donut Center in Providence, Rhode Island. First time I've ever heard of that place, um, and they did a uh, opened- give me a donut. They did an opening package on this pay-per-view, and as always, it's very good. Uh, the WWE is always very good with yeah. their, their video packages, um, I must confess. And then the oh, Raw Commentary team introduces themselves, Byron Saxton, Corey Graves, and Jimmy Smith. Oh my, Byron Saxton. If I have to listen to that guy for one more minute, I'm going to go insane like well we can talk about Byron Saxton and his garbage commentary another day um, uh, while we talk about the first match which is the second bout between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins um, they had had a history package on their feud uh, which was good um, and then all the wrestlers came out. Roll- Seth Rollins came out and then Cody came out with may I mention his music that he used in AEW which I'm very happy they let him use I'm, I'm, I cannot tell you how happy I am that they let him use his music from AEW wrestling has always needed that continuity factor you know um they yep. always needed to have uh, continuity with their wrestlers and their theme songs and their names and their gimmicks and stuff like that. So I'm very happy that uh, the WWE's decided to keep this um, and not give him a generic Deaf Rebel composition or something like that. Uh, and what do you guys think of uh, Cody's theme song?
1: Cody theme song is awesome. It's great. It's a great theme song, but
2: and all that matters. Now Not ahead. No, the theme ahead. song was played by the same person by the Miz. It's it was fucking. It's gold. All right, Dan. It's, sorry. All
1: right. Well, I think Cody Rhodes' um, theme song, his presence alone, is actually really good. Everything else, his presentation is actually really good. The only thing that I'm worried about Cody is him losing matches. Those are the only thing that I'm worried about for Cody Rhodes because WWE has a history of having people lose three, four months into their into their entire run. For instance, The Rock was The Rock was losing before. Or he turned heel. He was losing on television three, four months in losing. That that does not happen, and that should not happen.
0: Yeah. But go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, and then the bell rings and the match starts. They lock up. Uh, they do some ducking and dodging. Um, Seth Rollins punches Cody in the back of the head, and then Cody punches back really hard. Rollins uh, stomps Cody in the corner. He does a jumping knee and knocks Cody to the floor. Then Cody slams Rollins' face into the steel steps. I know this sounds a bit incoherent, but forgive my note taking. Uh, and then um, they get. Seth Rollins hits a clothesline. They get back in the ring, and Rollins gets a one count. They replay that clothesline. Then Rollins gets a headlock. And then Cody does that thing where he drops on his back saying. and um, an uppercuts. What's that called?
1: It's called a European uppercut. You're a Cesaro used to do that.
0: No, no. no. European. I know. I know what that is, the way he goes like that. But Cody literally drops on his, he drops on the back. He, he falls on back first onto the canvas, then punches the guy in the face from uh, below. Uh, he always, that's a signature thing that he does. And I don't know what it's called.
1: Uh, we'll call it a slap.
0: Yeah, I guess we we'll call it a slap. Yeah, okay. I guess so. We'll, we can call it that. So, um, he, sla- he slaps Rollins, hits a gourd buster, hits a um, disaster kick for a two count. I love that disaster kick that he does. Then Cody gets dumped onto the ring ringside. Rollins shoots him off into the barricade. They get into a one-two um, exchanging punches. Seth shoots Cody off, stone him first into the corner. He gets a snapmare, kicks him in the back, gives him a knee drop, puts him in the chin lock, and then Cody eventually escapes. Seth Rollins uh, gives Cody a headbutt, and then Cody punches him. <clears throat> he does a sunset flip for a two count, does a super, superplex, off the middle, turnbuckle, they exchanging they exchange chops. Cody does a power slam. Uh, he does a clothesline over the top rope. He tries to do a dive but misses, and then Seth tries to do a dive but then Cody blocks him, and then Cody hits uh Cody Cutter for a near fall, and they replayed. Which was great. They replayed it at it. Um, and then jimmy smith says or oh, what i think he said dick out just in time for seth rollins and i thought that was quite funny um i don't i may have misheard but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then seth rollins hits, seth rollins hits an insiguri and then a super kick for a two count He hits a falcon arrow, then hits a buckle bomb, and then did a really nice splash for a two count. Cody superkicked him, and then Seth did a superplex and tried to do another suplex after that. Um, He actually did that on Edge at, at SummerSlam. He weighs superplex Edge and then suplexed him again. Um, but this time that didn't happen because Cody hit a crossroads. Then they fought on the outside and then Cody tried to do a moonsault, but then missed, uh, Seth Rollins hit a pedigree and then, uh, they replayed that spot and then Seth kicks Cody in the head, punches him and then, uh, Seth tries to roll out Cody But then he reverses and wins. And I gave wrestling an eight and logic a six. What did you guys think about the match?
1: Um, I thought the match was good. Yeah. I
0: thought
1: the match was good. Wrestling, I'll give it probably like I mean, wrestling probably give it like an eight, and then logic is like a seven, really? Oh yeah. Because there have a couple of good psychology spots in there. Yeah.
0: And then uh, what do you think, Ralsa? Nine
2: point five. Logic. Six, six, six.
0: Okay then.
1: We're we getting talks all right. Can I point out something real fast? All right. We we're getting tired of these roll up finishes. We're getting tired of these roll up finishes. If I see another roll up, I swear I'm going to lose my mind. We cannot have another roll up finish. Yeah. There's no way. We just can't.
0: And now the uh and and um actually what what my main gripe with this is that Seth Rollins put out the challenge and he lost. Doesn't that make him look like an idiot?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it makes him look like a
0: fool. <laughs> yeah, and, and no, and they're still going. They, they, I saw they on Raw. They did a spot through the announce table, and I'm like, are oh, they still going? And so I guess we can expect Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes number three. It'll be a good match, But don't it will not mean anything.
2: No, it won't. They're probably they're pro- because next month is hell in a cell. They're probably gonna put them in hell in a cell to make it mean something. What? Uh, and it on. won't mean it won't mean anything. It, it won't
1: mean, mean nothing
2: no. though. These guys are <laughs> fighting over chips of cookies and hot Cheetos. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> hot Cheetos, Chips Ahoy cookies and sentient water, like they're flying for Tys <laughs> Kings last piece of brownie. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> they're, fighting over,
1: they're not even fighting for over a title. If we don't if they if they're not fighting for a title, then no one will care in the end. They'll remember the matches, but no one will no one will care in the end. They're, fighting they're not for fighting the for a title out, They're just fighting they're fighting for pride, which I understand, but once again, they're not fighting for a title. They're fighting over freaking Cookies and Hot Cheetos, Funyuns or something. I don't know what's going on.
2: I don't get it. They're fighting for Cabo's last piece of pubic hair. I mean, give me
0: What? Why did you just... <laughs> Why did you just say that? <laughs> it's, not like- hey, it's not like you have any.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: I think if anyone's fighting for my pubic hair, it's you.
2: They have bigger balls to be a bigger man than you.
0: Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, now the second match it. and the last match that I watched on this um, program is H versus AJ Styles number two. And Damien Priest is banned from ringside edge comes out uh with his new music which is sounds pretty good and now they uh actually acknowledge all of his accolades you know to give him that heelish kind of vibe uh which i respect um, since he's a heel, and he's now become like this minister of evil mm-hmm. and recruiting all these oh, evil to be part of his judgement day oh, it's a bit weird but alright um, and now Edge um, has been talking about, uh, talking shit about AJ Styles family and you know AJ Styles is very protective of his family so he's gonna fight this guy <coughs> and obviously AJ is mad at uh, Edge for mentioning his family, so um, when the match started, AJ just started throwing wild punches, and just started beating him up in the corner, and doing all that stuff, and then um, uh, he does a drop kick, they fight on the outside, and you know, Edge keeps rolling out of the ring, which is a respectable heel thing, well, it's not respectable, but it's uh, in terms of Heels, it's respectable, I know, because that's what a heel is supposed to do. They're supposed to take the easy way out, and not really the most ethical way out, mm. you know, and stuff like that. Um, uh, he keeps rolling out of the ring. Uh, if I mention that, then AJ does a really nasty baseball slide drop kick. They replayed it. He does a springboard moonsault, and they replayed that. He teased it's the All right. We'll, right, we're back now. Uh, sorry for that. Um, as usual, Discord crashed. It loves to do that. Um, sorry, Ben. Uh, it does this every time, and I don't know how I can fix it. Um, uh, so you'll have to get used to it. But anyway, we were reviewing. Uh, I believe AJ Styles versus Edge. Yes, that was, that was what we were reviewing. So anyway, the last thing I said that is that they replayed the spot where Edge catapulted AJ into the steel steps, and then um, who's it? Edge did an arm drag, a really nasty one. Yeah, you know, he took AJ's hand. And slammed his face onto the floor uh you know to you know because he had a bad shoulder may i remind you from (laughs) spot on raw which where he just appeared appeared out of absolutely nowhere you know what i'm gonna be fair i criticize the shit out of matt hardy for doing this i'm gonna criticize edge for doing this like why bro Why do you need to have magic and all that stuff in wrestling? And, you know, teleporting and wizardry and thunder and all this stuff. Like, nobody believes in it. Nobody cares. But anyways, back to the match. Back to the match. Um, They replayed that arm drag. Uh, He got a shoulder lock in. Did a DDT and went back to the shoulder lock, and then AJ escaped and did a pay, like a really nice one at that. Um, and they replayed it. Both wrestlers tried to do a crossbody, but then they collided and fell down. AJ did a double clothesline, a sliding forearm, and a facebuster for a two count. Then he also did a hurricane run off the top rope for a two count. Did a backbreaker. Edge got in the crossface, AJ uh, got the Calf Crusher, but then Edge escaped, they got a rope break, AJ did a German suplex, and then the turnbuckle gets exposed, Um, then I believe Edge tried to shoot AJ off, but then AJ reversed and shot him off into the exposed turnbuckle and got a near fall. Edge spears AJ Styles for a near fall. They replayed it.
2: Then yeah. AJ did a,
0: a gourd bust on the top rope. And then did a Styles clash for a near fall. And then um, AJ gets onto the top rope. Uh, and then he sees Damien Priest standing on the walkway. Technically, he's not on ringside. He's just standing on the walkway. Uh he didn't grope the goal, He merely just went like this in front of a boob. That's the same logic as this. Uh, and then Finn Balor comes to the rescue. Finn Balor comes to the rescue. And then the mystery person comes uh, and then knocks AJ off of the turn- top turnbuckle. And then Edge got the crossface for the win. I gave Rastlin six and Logic a five. The mystery person comes in the ring, and oh, it's Rhea Ripley. She has joined Judgment Day, and she actually cut a nice promo. And she said exactly what I said. She's flipping K. She's tagging with people much lesser than her. When she could be steamrolling through the whole women's division, uh, but yeah, and um, what do you guys think about this match?
1: The match was fine. Uh, wrestling, I'll give it a seven. The WrestleMania match was better than this match, and then logic, I'll give it a, probably a five, on the fact that Damian Priest was technically in the walkway; he was not at ringside. But once again, it, every, every outside the ring kind of counts as ringside, too. So, I mean, this could have all been avoided, but I'll, I'm here for it. Uh, Rhea Ripley joining was a nice touch. Hopefully, Rhea Ripley starts winning matches on Raw <laughs> and not losing to Liv Morgan or um, Bianca Belair down the line, because I know that's coming, and everyone knows that's coming. So we'll see what happens.
0: I think the match between um her and Bianca Belair would be a certified banger. Uh, but um yeah, you're right. Uh, Rhea Ripley should win stuff, and the best way to avoid that happening is to just not have the match. Mm. Right. And yeah, and speaking of Bianca Belair, they did a package on her which was great. And she was now she's an idol to so many little black girls and i asked the question why was she not on this pay-per-view she's one of the best women in your company and you'd rather push middle-aged white women. and speaking of middle-aged white women what do you guys have to say about ronda oh. rousey versus charlotte
2: oh god <laughs> oh man
1: I'm like... Real is in absolute disbelief right now. I don't blame him. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, I got to say this. This match did not need to go 16 and a half goddamn minutes. This match, sixteen thirty-five. this went. I um, was like, holy hell. This was unnecessary. But, I mean...
2: At the I end mean, of the match, match, though, Go ahead. that I mean, I mean, it's an I quit match. Those matches be like only like twenty or twenty five minutes. I mean, I mean, I could take a twenty or twenty five minutes against good wrestlers. Charlotte Flair is not. This bitch is a fucking PD bop. She's a fucking Charles. Ron fucking Ronda Rousey. The only good thing about this match, she broke her arm. That was it. Yes. And I have news.
1: And I have news, by the way, on um, Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah. Apparently, she's gonna be uh, taking a break because of her broken arm. Oh, that's the broken arm you were referencing. (laughs) 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 Hey. hey. We don't need (laughs) to see your tiny penis on here a fuck you, bitch.
1: Whatever. All right, Ronda Rousey won the women's title. Do we even care? No, because yeah, on SmackDown,
0: they, yeah. they, 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 <laughs> their women's division is non-existent, from what I'm seeing.
1: No. No.
2: They have no women's division. Nothing. <laughs> And we been saying AEW's women's division sucks, all that shit. Look at the World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, the it. hell? How? How
0: who the hell are like, you, bro. Becky Lynch, to say that uh, AEW's women's division is is worse than WWE's women's division when it's basically non-existent?
2: That's a whole cock sucker For
1: fuck. Yo. Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch looks like a Japanese cosplayer. Seriously, I don't know what the hell she'd be wearing on
0: she Raw. Looks
2: like one like... of these characters from The Hobbit. Like, <laughs> she looks the <laughs> Hobbit. on am going journey. She fucking looks, like she, looks something from she looks like something from. Just... She looks like something from Cujo. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't think
1: anyone knows who Pujo is, but uh, (laughs) it sounds about right.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: I give up. (laughs) Any other matches you would like to discuss?
1: Um. Well, I did mention at the beginning of the show, Bobby Lashley and Omos, one of the worst pay-per-view matches of all time. (laughs) I thought that was so bad. But actually actually you know what now thinking about it bobby lashley and omas i thought it was i thought it was yeah it's terrible the match went eight minutes by the way terrible but i thought that match paled in comparison to happy corbin and madcap moss the semi-main event of wrestlemania backlash
2: that match was horrible i mean see the match, what Ben is basically trying to say is, we can handle that match, on Marston Lashley. We can handle a little eight minutes. We can we I, I'm obviously we, I can't handle fucking Jordan Omo Gabin. This guy needs to work on his wrestling skill. This guy needs to work on whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck he's been training in the performance center because it fucking stinks. But Lashley, he's actually getting a little bit better. He's getting a little bit better at that we can uh, yes, I'm not on the, I'm not on the screen. He, we can take we can take him still. we can still take we can still take him. you just gotta you, you first of all, we're getting a steel cage match with him and Omos on Raw on Monday. but we we're not handling that match. Omos is probably going to break his ass out of the cage because he's too fucking he's a big ass fucking African, but we but but you need, we need to remember. Lashley's doing nothing right now. Okay. And the reason why he's feeling with Omos is over MVP, basically. Yes, that's the only
1: reason. But MVP should have not left Bobby Lashley to begin with. They were just MVP's good.
2: A, MVP's a fucking idiot. Why did he leave? Why did he. Oh my god. Oh my Why? Why would he go after someone like that? Why?
0: Why? MVormo. I tell
2: my penis,
0: apparently. You sound like Josh. Why? a little homage you <laughs> mm.
1: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> Put the thing on the wall, dude.
1: Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin and Matt Moss have one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Oh, geez. probably one of the worst. Jesus, God Almighty. Matt went eight minutes. The match went eight minutes. We turned off the show, and but then we realized the main event was after, <laughs> which actually was a really good match.
0: Oh, okay. Um, before we get to that,
2: it's you get that. Logic of
0: that? There's no logic in this. Sorry, <laughs> you <laughs> also said that, Josh. There's
2: also.
1: There's. There's no logic in any. In, there's no logic in any of these matches, <laughs> yes.
2: let there's alone no one. There's no logic in WWE. What the fuck? WWE is literally. It's literally like this. What?
0: <laughs> what every
2: fucking time? And speaking what? of the right. worst matchup
0: <laughs> I've ever seen, like. Oh my god, I remember that match with Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. Oh my gosh, that match was atrocious. That match was Jesus an absolute god. crime to humanity. Whoever thought of that, that should be <laughs> flipping locked away and sentenced
2: to oh, dude, now, bro, this is what we're doing nowadays Men and women violence Everybody, uh, There's some Alexa Bliss sims out there Randy Orton probably got attacked Out of that match
0: And he did the way he pinned her his, his wife got mad And whoever thought of this match Should get life Imprisonment with no bail And thrown in the worst prison ever That was a troll.
2: built this match Hit the fucking face with immediately oh, and, 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 uh, and exile to Maine. y'all my... should never be y'all should never be creative ever again. Lock... Whoever book of that match should be exiled to fucking assentia.
0: Lock him up and throw away the key into the ocean <laughs>
2: nice, Bruce Pritchard should be exiled to Ascensia. That match was horrible. He should be inside to China. Never to be seen again.
1: More like Antarctica. <laughs> have yeah, him freeze yeah. to death.
2: Freeze to
0: death. Exactly. And anyway, to the main event, what do you guys have to say about that?
2: We all know what's going to happen in particular. First of all, I thought Roman Reigns was going to lose because to book him in a match, the fans have been complaining. Why does Roman don't lose? They, they gave him another W. I mean... They all thought we was, I really thought he was going to lose and give RK Bro. I mean, RK Bro is making money. RKO is a money grabber right now. The bloodline is too. Drew McIntyre is... He's the sixth wheel. No one gives a shit anymore. Like, September 3rd or something like that. So, that's a whole situation there. For the company. So, I have
1: another thing. I have another thing I want to point out too. So, people were complaining that... Roman Reigns does not lose. And I go, um, that's the whole point of Roman Reigns' whole thing. He's not supposed to lose mm. unless someone who is tougher and better than him is supposed to win the title. That's the whole entire point.
2: And, and apparently the rumor is Braun Breaker.
0: I was thinking about that. I was That's exactly the person I was thinking about. Who, who does Vince McMahon love more? Who's, who does he think is tougher and better? And that's exactly the guy.
1: Wow. That's a damn shame, man. Braun Breaker, who's been in NXT for how many fucking months Two now?
0: Two months <laughs> and at most.
1: Yeah. But I don't Braun think he should take the title. Him. No,
2: but, but Braun Breaker, he's... He, He's not coming to... He's not. Come, he's the NXT champion. He ain't, he ain't going to Raw or SmackDown any times. <laughs> no. no. No.
0: No. Stupid.
2: Why should he... be stupid. Again, I won't be surprised because we're getting people like fucking Dolph Ziggler and Natalia, who was born at Soy Sauce live on fucking TV. So, on NXT TV beating NXT wrestlers. So, like, you be, I don't be surprised that Ron Brick comes up early and beats Roman like ball and so that's being undisputed and watch that's probably what's going to very, happen because this is very high oh. on, Rick, on, the, on rex steiner he's very high on him. he likes him because yeah. of steiners i don't even know he doesn't like scott I, I mean i don't i don't i don't know what's the logic in that no one will ne- no one will know what's the logic. Is. Nobody will find out what's the logic of pitting a fucking championship on Dolph Ziggler for a month. I, nobody will know know the logic of Natalia, who is the oldest wrest, who's old, the oldest wrestler in the women's division, seeing here pit, pitting people, pitting, beating people like Cora Jade, who was a, who was a, who's who apparently the future WWE. Oh, she oh, yeah. ain't. Right. Cora, Cora Jade is
1: greenest
2: green. Corey Cor- G- Cor- Jade
1: cannot. Run. She cannot wrestle. I'm sorry. She can't wrestle.
2: Corey Cor- Jade is 21. She botches everywhere. She can't wrestle for me.
0: Oh, we've got dark days for the D- uh, WWE coming ahead. And you know who can capitalize on that? AEW. I was
2: going to write a- that five. I was leaving.
0: A-E-W. They need to start smashing out the park with all their guys. That they, they got CM Punk, they got MJF, they've got more than enough people to try and trample over the WWE. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I suppose so. Well, hopefully, they do.
0: too loud so maybe that's a sign that we have to get off and just now soon uh, so i hope you guys enjoyed that episode and we will see you in the next one uh i'm um, still running stuff yeah on behalf of um, ralph sucker and our guest host ben charles and this is carbonator so, signing out also awesome.